Welcome to Adulting Encrypted, the show where we break down the complex code of common conundrums into logical living, an effort to decrypt the code we call adulting. We are your awesome hosts. I'm Roscoe the Dad. I'm Gene, going to be a senior next year. In high school, and I'm Ashton. I am the oldest child here. And I am your awesome host today, Gideon, and I'm going to be a freshman. Today we're going to talk about um, how to achieve work-life balance, which is possible, but very, very hard. So, something when I was thinking about this topic that I thought was useful would that be, well, would to be to have a schedule and make sure to stick to it. So, I'm wondering if you guys have anything, like any time where you've used a schedule and it worked or didn't work. So obviously as a an adult, I've had to do a schedule a lot, right? Um, especially as you're going through and balancing work, extracurricular activities such as this one, um, when I was coaching you guys in your different sports and trying to keep that all straight, schedules were critical. For me, the most recent opportunity that I've had to use to utilize a schedule is when I was doing my finals um, this past what was it, three weeks ago now in college? And the the way I did it is I just took my tests and ordered them according to the most recent due date to the latest due date and then the size and set up my study patterns around that. I'm not one that can do a lot of specific numbers and times of, of study, but setting the general idea of when they needed to be turned in was enough for me to keep to that sort of schedule. Yeah, thank you. So another thing that I saw was play to your strengths. So, um, like, don't try to be all things to all people, which I'm not super good at explaining that, but I know Dad has explained that to me before. Could you possibly do that again? Yeah, I'd love to. Where that is, Gideon, is that really... You have to be true to you and what you want. You know, a lot of times in life you get pulled a lot of different directions, especially as you get more and more involved. And it's not a bad thing, but you have to be willing to say no, right? You know how we say yeah. say no to drugs. It's also okay to say no to extra commitments, things that you're really not that excited about, versus saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be there, I'll do that, and then not show up and not commit, so I think I think the statement you you're you're getting at there partially is what to fill your time with. Right? Yeah. Because we don't have unlimited amount of time. Something that I think of when I think of oh, I'm trying to remember the phrase you used. It was oh, it was be all things to all people. Um and it reminded me of a phrase used in Stephen Covey, is that his name? The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? Is yep, that the older that's one? That's correct. Yeah, yep. so Stephen Covey, in his book, he says um, the yes man is someone that just says yes to everything to to please people, and that person tends to get overwhelmed. A great read, not one that's normally a straight-through read, I think. I think it's more of a piece-by-piece piece read as you, as you start you to figure seven, things out. Seven yeah. Habits. He actually yeah. wrote the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens is probably more applicable and didn't, helpful. Didn't his son write? Yeah, that they're co-authored. 
right? Okay, Both yeah, of them. Enough. So, so the Covey group. The kids but, were the guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That and you know the the time the tested values there are true regardless, right? They're principles, and so the principles have been around forever. He just took it and put it in a digestible format that we could all understand. Okay. But great call out. Seven habits or seven habits of highly effective teens to help you focus on what you want and then work towards that. I was thinking about that the other day. So many times we get up and we do the same thing every morning. Who's got any morning routines that they do? I think we all do, except for Ashton. Well, well yeah, never mind. I mean, my morning routine is wake up just in time to get dressed and ready to go to work. <laughs> That's it. And that's, yeah. and that's really a morning routine, yeah. right? Well, the other boys, when you get up, you get up, you do something, then you go lay back down and take a nap. It's a routine. Yeah. <laughs> but the question that I was thinking to myself <laughs> yeah. is, what do I want to accomplish? And is my routine helping me or hurting me? Is right? your routine helping that work-life balance like we're talking about? Yeah, or just just balance, right? Am I getting all the things done I want to? So... So a big thing for me, Gideon, is making sure you know what you want and get really clear on that. It goes back to your goal episode. Yeah. If you know what you want, you can have a yeah. better chance of hitting it. Yeah, I think it's pretty close to goals. So another thing when creating your schedule would to make exercise a must-do, not a should-do, because it helps you maintain a fresh mind. Um, so, yeah, integrate your exercise into your schedule. So that's also something I find very important. You know what's interesting, Gideon, is you're 13 right now, right? Correct. So when you're, I think we were talking about this at dinner, how many, Gideon built a little track around our yard. If you want to see that, he's got a different video. It's not video. so little anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, It grows every day, quite literally. It, yeah, it does, but our yard is still not huge. But there's a track around our yard, right, that he rides his dirt, uh, dirt bike, his, his uh, BMX bike on. It's on dirt, so technically. Yeah, good point, Gene. <laughs> so as he's riding this circle, he asked us today, well, how many times do you think I went around that? Gideon, do you consider that exercise? I do. I'm very tired. <laughs> well, I understand you're very tired, but when we think of exercise as adults, it's a chore, right? It's an activity. It's something you have to go do. Do you, do you see it that way? Um. Well, I know I have to get up and do some sort of exercise every day. I just would rather go shovel some dirt than go lift some weights because it's, it's almost the same motion. Gotcha. So so you do perceive it as exercise. What were you going to say, Jim? Correct. So you're doing what you want to do instead of like, because you don't really want to lift weights, so you're not being... Mm. So to go back to what you were first saying, the being what everyone... Being true to yourself. Oh, good callback. So if you're exercising towards yourself... Like some people doing certain exercises just won't help for what they want to do. Yeah, so to tell you exactly what I said was play to your strengths. Don't try to be all things to all people. Mm. So that's part of playing to your strengths. Yeah, and, and so for you, it's riding riding the BMX bike, right? You enjoy it, you love it, you you do it, and it helps with another goal that I would like to achieve. Right, and the mental health I think is part of what we overlook as far as the exercise, and I think that was the other thing you're talking about, is the mental health of getting out and doing some physical movement. Yeah. Has that been a challenge for you, Gene, as we've been homeschooling? Homeschooling? We're not homeschooling him, as we've all been at home going to school. Well, 
so far I've been classifying going checking the mail with our dog as exercise. How far is that walk? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Let's count the houses. There's one, <laughs> two, two house. It's a two house walk. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we're not trying to give Gene a hard time necessarily. Any Maybe a little us, bit. <laughs> any of us could be guilty of it, but. But when he was playing Ultimate Frisbee, how often were you exercising? Um, Roughly two times a week, and it's pretty high-intensive exercise. Yeah, two times a week in a game normally on a Saturday. So you're really three days a week. You're you're doing a high for impact, an hour and a half, two hours. Four, four hours a week. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, but a lot of times it was two hours of practice, so probably closer to six. But same point. Right, so sometimes I think when you're getting tired and stressed out, it could be that you're not out moving enough. I found that's true of myself. Okay, so another topic that I kind of wanted to put in the same was habits of people who have found work-life balance. So um, they know exactly where they want to go, where it kind of ties in with goals again. If you want to listen to it, it's pretty awesome. I led that one too. Um, um, Self-promo? <laughs> maybe a little bit. Talk to people about what is working for them and what isn't. So making what's working and not verbal, which makes you think about it more and probably either boosts your confidence or helps you get, um, helps you fix whatever problem it might be. You know, it's interesting that we talk about habits. I had a chance to golf today with a client of mine. And I realized that in order to get the same result on my golf swing, I've got to follow the exact same pattern. So it really becomes a habit of how I stand, how my waist is, and I'm getting very consistent on my drive. And all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I hit that wrong. Oh, yeah, because my feet were not in the same spot. Not to um, just keep referencing books as my contributions, but have you ever heard of The Inner Game of Golf? It's another book um, that we actually get recommended a lot at the University of Utah Percussion Studio because it's all about the mental game that goes with it. And I think this could play well into finding balance in your work life is is knowing the mental game that you play. Um, But that is also just another interesting read because it talks about how to line up your swing right at the same time and how to have the the focus and, and how to build the muscle memory for that perfect swing each time rather than getting into your own head. And I, I'd imagine that's pretty applicable, Ashton, to Doc Salmon, what he's trying to accomplish up there. Yeah, totally. Right? As far yeah. as percussionists, you guys do the same thing over and over and over, mm-hmm. and you're getting the same results. And I think that's what we were talking about, too, is saying, hey, if you want something different, look at something different. Right? Focus on something different and then move in that direction. Okay. So another um, habit for people who have found work-life balance was to find out what success means for them and to work for it and to have the determination that is needed for that. I love that statement, Gideon. What is success? I'd like to hear real quick, like in a three-word three or so statement, Ashton, what's success to you right now? Something that you felt you set out to do or something that you accomplished along the way, not necessarily measurable by what's in the outside, but what you feel like you've done, if hmm. that makes sense. Interesting. It's a feeling that it's, you're chasing. Yeah, and it's not always a numerical value. Gotcha. Gene? 
As a soon-to-be senior in high school, give me your best shot at what a success is. What's your success? Hello. If you're listening to this right now, that means you're currently listening to an episode of Adulting Decrypted. And let me just say thank you. My name's Ashton, one of the hosts of Adulting Decrypted, and I wanted to steal a quick second of your time to do a shameless little plug. If you've listened to our podcast for any sort of time, you know that we talk about a bunch of different stuff all about adulting. Because our goal is to help individuals in this task we call adulting. Now, we have just revamped the way that we do this. If you go to adultingdecrypted.com, you can see all of our episodes sorted out by category. We've sorted it into financial, practical, emotional, social, and things just for fun. So, if any of those categories are of particular interest to you right now, you can go onto the website, look through there, and see all of our episodes that correlate with that specific thing. This website's completely free to use. It's just another tool for our listeners to find things that are more important to them now. So, for example, if I was looking at it, I'd scroll through and say, hey, you know what? I want to see what the Adult Encrypted crew has talked about socially. Well, one of our first episodes, season one, episode three, how do I talk to people? That's where we talked about all about to talk to people. So if that's something you want right now, you can go find that right now. Also in this one, season three, episode 15, The Power of a Humble Mediator, where we talked to one of my old bosses about his business as a mayor, also as a small theater owner. Some really cool stuff. So, if you're looking for a better way to organize through all your self-help podcasts, try adultingdecrypted.com and enjoy the rest of the episode. To kind of go on the same note as Ashton, success is accomplishing what you want in a manner that makes it um in a manner that improves on something interesting so so continuous improvement would be something you'd say would be success yeah Gideon I think that success is pretty individual but it's mainly something that you like some action or activity that you would do that makes you feel accomplished. So I love them. I love that. I mean, obviously we've got a couple type A personalities, very goal driven results driven. One of the challenges I'd give you is that as you mature, you're going to have definition for success in different areas. And the biggest thing for me as I've growing and developing is not to compare myself to others. Right, because it's easy to say, oh, I'm successful because I golf better than the other guy. Or I'm successful because I make more money. Or I'm successful because... But anytime one of those things is ripped away from you, when I say ripped, it sounds pretty drastic. When you lose that, then you lose your value of success. So I like that all your guys' were, were spoken. But I'd be I'd give you a word of caution, Ashton, on a feeling. Chasing a feeling yeah. can be pretty dangerous. However, I think your point is valid that you're saying, look, I can, at the end of the day, I've contributed something. I've added value. Yeah. And and so just, just yeah. So I, there there are times that I think there's some numbers tied to it, 
right? That say, hey, I'll be success. I am as success because I'm working towards this. Or, but really, I want you guys to remember. This is the key for me: is you can only control your inputs. When you guys were little, I used to tell people, I can't control what a kid perceives as quality of time. I can just dictate how much quantity I'm able to give them. So for me, success was throwing a football in the backyard with you guys when you're little, right? Played a lot of football games. Gene and I, what did we call it a lot? We we didn't play catch. We we played drop. Yeah, we played a lot of drop, but we had fun <laughs> because we were spinning yeah, we were spending time together and we were striving to get better at stuff. But you guys dictate what was called quality, right? So I could only control the input. I couldn't control the output. So even when you're striving for work-life balance, I think it's it's part of that is the success that I defined as I can dictate how much time I can spend with you. I can't always dictate if it's quality. Now, when I say that, if I'm looking at my phone, then I'm not I'm not giving quality time. Right? Yeah. And that's I, your input. Right. So I have to control that input and say, look, it's about you at this point in time. And I've heard some, no offense, guys, but pretty dumb stories when you're little. Um, some pretty <laughs> random conversations where I'm like, okay, I wish this would be over. We'll do a story day one day. But 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 it's just doesn't my success is more around you guys than it was other stuff at that mm. point in time. That's cool. Thank you. Another thing that another habit of people who have found work life balance is that they turn off anything that is stopping them from achieving their goals. Cause again, goals ties into work life balance. So I actually have some a little more personal about this because I figured um, I spent a lot of time on Instagram just looking at memes and stuff like cute dogs or whatever. And Quality, <laughs> quality memes. <laughs> yeah. So if I was just working out on my track or whatever, instead of me, my break, just taking a drink of water and maybe eating a snack or something, I would get lost and spend like 20 minutes looking at memes on Instagram. So I decided to delete Instagram for a month other than the adulting decrypted account. Don't worry. So <laughs> I deleted my account off Instagram. I'm going to do that for a month and then see if I can stay off of it. That's more. pretty cool. So I like the principle there of, of a reset rather than a distraction. Because something that I learned while practicing up at the U a lot is um, when you're in the practice room, and you've started your practice, sometimes you'll get on your phone and you'll all of a sudden you've already clicked on Facebook and then you've burned half an hour of your time that was pre-scheduled and you can't get back. But instead, if you take that time where you're getting tired, you walk out of the room, go get a drink, come back or go like walk outside and just get a breath of the fresh air, look over the valley, that sort of stuff, you can come back and your mind's right back in the game. Whereas if you look at Facebook, it's almost like you've taken your foot off the gas pedal of a manual car and then you have to reshift back up in the gears whereas if you just go take a walk you've gone from fifth to fourth rather than from fifth to first well i think that goes back to what you're talking about earlier getting control of your inputs right what do you want what do you define as success do we have a tv well we do have a tv in the basement i don't know if you guys remember this but there was a lot of years we didn't have a tv there was I don't remember those years. <laughs> Fair. I do remember at the end of one of those periods getting a brand new TV and then having 
a very interesting experience that I wasn't around, but I could definitely perceive from where I was in the house. Gene, would you like to share that story? And it's powerful for me because <laughs> the, the reason why the, the story is powerful is because we saved up for that TV because it was some, uh, rather, it was not saved up. When my grandma passed away, we we inherited some money. It wasn't a lot, but it was enough to go out and buy a brand new plasma TV. And I bought that kind of going, you know, grandma spent a lot of time watching TV. She would want us to have something because I was giving coworkers were giving me a hard time saying, really, you only have a a 20 inch TV in the basement. And that's where our TV is today, right, Gideon? I mean, it's we do have a TV, but we don't spend a lot of time watching it. Not really, no. But we pay a lot of attention to our small screens. But Gene, share us the share us the TV story. Be so exciting. He's squ- he's squirming super hard. I'm getting excited. So we all love the Wii. We love Wii bowling. Oh boy! And you know on those front screens where they have like the little make sure you have the strap on and that you always skip through and it just kind of was like ah nah I don't need to worry about that I'll hold on to it. And so then we were like we bowling as like a family and then we're like I had to go to the restroom and it was my turn. I just wanted to get it over with so other people could do it. So I grabbed it from someone else's hand, didn't even think about putting on the strap, did it, and when I let it go, I just was walking already walking Hence out of the, the room. Let it go. And I I'm in the bathroom and I hear everyone go, What? That's very loud. Sorry. And then I'm like just like, oh, what happened? And then I like come back out and like I look and the Wii remote sticking out of the TV <laughs> and everyone's just like shocked looking at it and looking at me and I'm just like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have the TV anymore. And dad nope. was super calm. Mom Vouching. was very surprised that dad was that calm, but... Uh... It took everything I had not to beat him, but I don't. I don't remember the TV, uh, and you guys think that I don't, but I have. Uh, I try not to, but uh, anyways, part about being adults controlling your anger, and that might be something for me a different time. We could talk about anger management, but uh, yeah, when Gene did that, I remember still hearing the ball. You know, you hear the crashing of the pins. But there's a Wii remote in the TV and a new plasma and there's TV. There's no picture. There was no picture, but there was plenty of sound. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty devastating. As a matter of fact, I kept the TV for another year, just wondering, do I really want to throw it away? Because nothing made me happier than seeing that. But I don't. Oh, so control your inputs, right? If Gene would have controlled control the your input inputs of, and your anger. If 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 Gene would have put the uh, the the strap around his wrist, he would have controlled the input. Okay, so I want to end you all's with a quote that uh, will hopefully get you thinking. So, imagine life is a game in which you are juggling some five balls in the air. You name them work, family, health, friends, and spirit. And you're keeping all those in the air. You will soon understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. But the other four balls, family, health, friends, and spirit are made of glass. If you drop one of these, they will be irrevocably scuffed, marked, nicked, damaged, or even shattered. They will never be the same. You must understand that the strive for balance in your life. And that was by 
Brian Dyson, former vice chairman and COO of Coca-Cola. So I'd like to thank you all for listening, and we hopefully will talk to you guys next week. Welcome, dedicated podcast listener, to the end of episode six of Adult and New Cryptid. We are so glad to have you. Now, I know, I know that you're here for the amazing song that always comes at the end, and don't worry, it's coming. I just have a little shameless plug to put in. Today, we talked about balancing home and work life, and we realized at the end of the recording that Roscoe, the dad, has already made a motivational speaking video based on this very same topic that illustrates what we talked about and beyond so in order to find that video all you need to do is go to youtube and search focus a ping pong story we promise you won't be disappointed because you get to see gene as a ping pong ninja trust me it's totally awesome so go check that out and now that i've thrown that in there for you and it's awesome i promise we now have the song from gene and gideon enjoy Be the adult in. Hey! Balance work and life for the very first time. I'm adult in. Making goals to make sure I don't waste my life away. Yeah. Or time. So I don't waste my time. I'm adult. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adult and Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation, and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on a topic, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at adultingdecrypted. If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kids should know, Send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingdecrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch. If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting-decrypted. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adult. We appreciate you listening, enjoying, and leaving your positive reviews. Now, the special song from Gene and Gideon.